Welcome to the Inspired Way Podcast. This show is designed to inspire and empower you to face the daily storms of life with passion, strength, and courage. We believe that we can be transformed by the testing of these storms, growing stronger, not wavering in our faith, and a knowing that our endurance will be strengthened. And when it is all said and done, we'll be perfect and complete, body, soul, and spirit. For we seek to control the controllables and nothing more. Our goal with this show and company is to keep a posture of learning by renewing our minds daily and taking action on what we have learned so that when the storms of life come our way, we are ready to face the storm. We, 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 we are ready to face the storm. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Inspired Way podcast. I am your host, Tim Douglas, and I'm excited uh, for today. This gentleman, uh, man, I met him sometime in 2020 and through Instagram, and here we are. Uh, almost two years later and still really good friends. He's just a, a great dude. And I, I was on his podcast about um, this time last year, I believe it was, and not sure exactly when, but it was sometime in 2020. And uh, really, really have gotten to, to know Kyle Depius really well. And he's such a great dude. And it was, you know, I'm like, man, I need to have him on. He's He's an amazing guy. I just, I really look up to, I really uh, like him a lot. He's just a good friend, um, I can say now. So, uh, but anyway, before I get into my deeper dive and discussion with Kyle and introduction of Kyle, I just wanted to say thank you guys for leaving a rating and review. You know, it's been a crazy, uh, gosh, year and a half that we've been doing this, and it's continuing to grow. I thank you so much for supporting the message of the Inspired Way, uh, just really in charging us all to to face the storms of life, regardless of what they may be for you, regardless of how small you might think they are or how big they are. Um, that we're continuing to face them. We're continuing to surround ourselves with people that are like-minded, like-hearted in the way of they want to serve us and help us get through these storms as well. And so today's episode is really about community. And you've heard me talk about it multiple times that a buffalo does not go into a storm alone. A buffalo goes in with the herd. The entire herd runs into the storm. So I'd ask, who do you have? Who do you have in your corner, in your tribe, in your community, in your herd that is helping you go through a storm, whether it be large or small, doesn't really matter, but you need a community. You need to be a part of something. And so whether it's a part of something that I'm working on or something that Kyle's working on or something that others are working on, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just be a part of a community that fits you and that fits uh, kind of who you are and where you're going, your goals and direction in life. And so today's uh, episode is sponsored by Naked Warrior Recovery, another good friend of mine, Will Brenham, 26-year Navy SEAL veteran, started Naked Warrior Recovery to help uh, his fellow brothers coming out of the teams or even service members like civil service who are struggling on the battlefield every single day. But then it also helps us, the average Joe, the average citizen uh, that is out there grinding, doing hard things, living life, um, sharpening our swords, sharpening our axes and doing things uh, to really sharpen ourselves to face the storm. Because a lot of times in the storms we get beat up but, and we need recovery. But we also need to be naked, as Will would say, and share our vulnerabilities and share the things that we're struggling with. Be naked in that regard so that we can recover. And so one of his goals is that, is to help people really just pull down those walls and say, hey, I need help. And his products are helping people with the mental and physical recovery. So if you haven't tried them out, you got to check them out. Go to timdouglasinspires.com forward slash partners and you'll find uh, Naked Warrior Recovery on there. Check out uh, the products. Use the code Buffalo20 to get 20% off. And uh, you'll definitely, um, you, you look, if you don't like them, he'll refund your money. Don't worry about it. So it's a no risk offer here. Uh, and so you get to save 20% and try something out. So definitely go down there and check it out. But uh, also on there, you'll see Salty Britches. We're so grateful for them as well. Uh, so amazing. And, and the tr- 
you know, the training that I'm doing, Salty Richards is, is paying dividends. You know, I am been blister free, chafe free, other than a time where I forgot to put some on my, uh, <laughs> on my nipples. Uh, sounds crazy, but it's true, man. My t-shirt, my shirt started, you know, soaked from sweat and was rubbing. And I'm like, golly. Um, all right. Anyway, <laughs> Salty Britches helps reduce all of that. You don't have any of that with Salty Britches. And so uh, if you're out there, it doesn't matter whether you're running, hiking, or swimming, or just doing yard work, Salty Britches works, and it works great. Uh, these are all world-class products, and they're all USA brands. So go support them today. Same, same link, timdouglasinspires.com forward slash partners. You'll see the code INSPIRE20 on there as well. There's a link right on that page, so you can just get your Salty Britches and get you, um, your Naked Warrior Recovery. And uh, be good for uh, the holidays. All right, everybody. Uh, let's uh, let's dive in. I you know I don't know. I said holidays, but I don't know. I think this is going to be airing probably around Christmas. So if it is, Merry Christmas to you. If if Christmas has passed, I'm, again, I'm not sure exactly. It's going to line up somewhere right in there. So hope you all have a Merry Christmas. And uh, I'm so thankful for uh, this time of year. It's always it's always fun to get together with family and friends and. And just really celebrate uh, the birth of Jesus, and uh, it's just it's just a fun time of year. Obviously, it's a transitional part of year too. All right, all right, I'm going to move on. Uh, anyway, my guest today, Kyle Depius. Man, uh, I mentioned earlier that we found our, each other on Instagram. As a matter of fact, it was uh, as I remember the story. I was having people reach out to me, um, and in 2020, and they're like, "Hey, have you?" do you know Kyle Depius? And I'm like, no, they're like, you should like, you should be, you, you guys should connect. And I'm like, all right, all right. And I reached out, you know, I started following him on Instagram and, you know, liking his post and, you know, started following him and, and, and I have a, a few more people reach out. Hey, are you, are, do you know Kyle Depius? Like you really should, you know? And I'm like, okay, all right. And so finally we got together and met and he, uh, he told me the same thing that people were like, Hey, do you, have you met Tim Douglas yet? You, you guys need to meet. So it was a, it was a cool, uh, a cool connection that we have. Kyle is a podcaster. He has the, uh, beyond, excuse me, reaching beyond podcast. He lives in Northern Minnesota. So you might hear some of his Minnesota, uh, accent coming out. Uh, but he has uh, a podcast and upcoming events for men. He does these kind of bucket list type events and they've been amazing in the past i've seen pictures i haven't been to any of them but they look amazing whether they're changing car tires at a raceway whether they're playing golf at pinehurst or they're dog sledding these these events are crazy and why is that uh, or cool really why is that it's because he's on a mission to bring fun and adventure and community to high-performing men, and that's that's really his mission, and he's doing a phenomenal job at it. There are some upcoming events that I want to let you guys know about. Um, if you go to his website, Reaching Beyond, it's all one word, reachingbeyondexperience.com forward slash experiences. I'll have it down in show notes as well, but it's reachingbeyondexperience.com forward slash experience. Uh, the upcoming events that he has coming up for 2020 is a taste of Austin. I don't have the details on these. You can go check those out yourself. He's got the taste of Austin. He's got the titles and championship of green Bay. Uh, and then days of thunder and that's takes place in Charlotte. So those are all kind of different times of the year. So go definitely go check those out. But, uh, our conversation today, we really hone in on community and what does that look like? We share a little bit about his backstory, his history, and how he got to where he is of building these adventures for men and these community for high-performing men. And so I hope you enjoy it. I sure did. He's just a cool dude. And um, all right, without further ado, here's my conversation with Kyle Depius. I really enjoy Kyle. I love his stuff, but I'm not sharing it. You know, I want people to dive into it sure. as well. Yeah. And so why don't you tell us a little quickly, you know, or I don't care how quickly it could go for half an hour if you need to, but <laughs> it's just what, you know, a little bit about uh, Kyle yeah. Depius and, and yeah. uh, the journey that you've been on. Cause you faced, you know, the, the inspired way is about facing storms, but 
um, you know, so you have faced some of those things. You've come through some of them. Uh, initially, you were on one path and you made a pivot and a change to another path. And so mm. all of that is, is yeah. dealing with and facing things. So, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it's like, how do you, how do you sum up 41 years of existence right. in, in, a, in a snapshot? But, and first, <laughs> hey, I got to commend you. I love the beard, man. I, I see what you're doing there. It's, it's, uh, so I, I, I <laughs> I appreciate that. Keep up with you. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm from Southeast Wisconsin, small town, right? And I've got, uh, my, my parents are still there. Uh, I'm an older brother, younger brother. Um, and in small town, uh, in schools and stuff, you just, you're involved in everything. So I, I played every sport. I did, I did choir, band, musicals, plays, theater, like you name it, I was in it. And, and I loved it, man. I, I just had such a great um upbringing and i recognize and, and honor that maybe not everyone shares shares that in in their youth and so i consider myself really really blessed to have that experience and those opportunities and and uh, to come from my family so i got into um i went to school for business business finance at uw green bay so i'm a packers fan i'm, I'm an everything wisconsin sports fan and some people that draws a magnet to yeah. to me and them some people that is a major detractor but uh <laughs> i'm I love it, man. And and I went to UW Green Bay business finance only because I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. I mean, I'm 18 to 22 years old. I've got no idea. I took a marketing class and I'm like, I look at the syllabus and I'm like, no, thanks. Uh, that's definitely way too much work for for what I think I, I'm able to, to put out. Yeah. So I picked finance. I love numbers. I think um, I think in logical kind of a steps. That's kind of how my brain works. I'm really analytical. I, you put me in an Excel spreadsheet, and I'm I'm a pretty happy guy for a while. Um, and I'm also very introverted. So that that's kind of some of that upbringing. I, I got into travel wholesale right out of school. Right out of college, the and I spent 13 years in the business world and various different um, companies and industries. I moved to Minnesota, Minneapolis, specifically in 2005. Um, I bounced back into the travel hospitality. Then I got into video game distribution, e-commerce, and I reached this point, Tim, where I was like, I'm burned out. Like I am climbing this corporate ladder, and dude, is it exhausting? Yeah, <laughs> and it feels like. I had this version of what I thought success looked like, and that was titles and and the bank account and materialistic things. And mm. I kind of vomit just hearing myself say that now because I was like, man, was that self-centered? But in the moment, I, I that's what I thought you did, right? I thought sure. you climbed the corporate ladder, get the title, keep doing it, rinse, repeat. Well, and I think that's that was part of the culture, um, yeah. you know, and it's, it is, you know, I, I say that just because my wife, was necessary. She was, you know, in corporate uh, America when we met. And then I was in a position to be able to uh, bring her home full time. But mm. yet still here we are years later. And then I have this entrepreneurial drive, start going down that path. And she's like, she starts asking questions like, whoa, I, I thought, you know, you're going to be at this, this job. Yeah you know, da, 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 and work your yeah. way, you know, it's like she wanted me to be in the ownership of the company yeah. and yada, yada, yada. So yeah. it is kind of, you know, we never talked about it, but that was just something that was in it's her. And again, it's, it's the culture. Yeah. You know, it's the path. In. It's, it's kind of yeah. like you just get put on this, this, uh, this path and it's kind of a <laughs> treadmill, but you're put on this path and you're, you're getting these carrots and these <laughs> carrots keep moving. And they, yeah. and so I, I got really caught up in that, man. And I reached a certain level of what I defined as success. And I was, I looked around, I'm like, dude, this is not what I thought. Like I am unhappy. I am lonely. I'm confused. I'm lost. It felt like the other categories of my life were suffering because I put this one category so far ahead and um, ultimately burned out. And I had, uh, thankfully I've got, you know, a loving and supporting wife and, and we just, we're in that space together for a while. And it was like, all right, well, what do I really want to do? Yeah. Um, and we kind of got to this point where I'm like, I love teaching. I love to uncover the process of learning for people. And so left corporate America after 13 years and uh, I became a high school business teacher and I loved it. I absolutely love teaching and I probably would still be a teacher to this day. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was 2015 to 2017. So I don't want to, oh, wow. to 
to date this right now, but we're at towards the end of 2021. Yeah. And um, we had a son, Cal was born March, 2017. And my wife took her maternity leave, which is three months. And so uh, that put us into early June-ish, mid-June-ish. And that's the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. So I was coming home to, to be home for the, for the summer. And uh, I received the ultimate promotion in life. And that was to be a stay-at-home dad. And I, I said, my wife and I said, like, if another teaching job opened up that I would love to have, I'd apply for it. If not, we are comfortable with me being home in this season of life. And yeah. that, that season of life has turned into four and a half years. And, wow. and here we are. And mm-hmm. a couple of years back, I, just, I was like, all right, um, now I have a, an ultimate blank white slate in canvas. And, and what do I want to paint? what do I want my life to look like? Yeah. And that's kind of how I started to develop the things that I do now, but that kind of, I think that kind of brings people into um, the journey and, and the story and maybe people find themselves in some parts of that or, or maybe not, yeah. but that, that's kind of been my journey. Yeah. And I know, um, thank you for sharing that. It's, it's, it's cool. And I think I got a glimpse of why I was drawn to you. It's the Excel guy, right? It's the guy who's the numbers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't appreciate any of that. So yeah. it's like you, you pull in the balancing, uh, those who balance you more, you know, it's kind of, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, on a serious note, it's, it's cool though, to, to be able to, uh, I think a lot of guys deal with that, you know, the, the corporate structure, the burnout, the like, is this really what I want to be and do? Uh, I, you know, I faced that. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was crap right in that same time frame, um, 15, 16, 17, right in those, that, that pocket mm-hmm. of years. Um, I really, 16 specifically, like started toward the end, started asking like, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this, mm-hmm. you know, is this the, the man I, the man that I am today, is this, what it's about. Like, you know, so asking the question, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? And what does that look like? What does Mm -hmm. it take? And so really kind of started going down that path of, of exploring that and discovering, you know, and pulling some of those things out of me Yep. that I believe was kind of held dormant because of, you know, culture, because of the environments that we're in or whatever. And so, I love that you were able to take that journey as well, that adventure uh, now and and walk through some of that. But I don't, and I know you kind of breezed over it. We don't have to go super deep into it, but I just want to, I think it's it's important uh, to acknowledge like you and your wife went on it because my wife and I did the same thing. Uh, we went on a journey of, of dealing with, because I think one of the biggest things that take, um, families out or couples out is, is financial struggle, mm-hmm. um, and financial challenges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can hit it real quick, but I know you've had a major accomplishment of being able to say like, Hey, no, we're going to tackle this storm. We're going to go into this yeah. and we're going to hit it, you know, head on. And we're going to, you know, can you share a little bit of that? Cause my sure. wife and I have gone through something very similar. Yeah. So when, when I was in towards the, the tail end of that, a uh, corporate America, experience. Um, what I really wanted to do, Tim, was like, just walk in and say, here's my two week resignation. Yeah. Because, because <laughs> I hate it. I hate I've it. Been there. And <laughs> the, the, the culture was toxic. Yeah. The problem was, was that we were financially tied to it. Mm. And we just looked at each other and said, we don't want to have to make decisions based out of this type of situation where I feel shackled to something that is crushing my soul, Mm. but I have to stay there because we need the money. And so that kind of went on this whole journey of we're paying off all the debt that we have. And and we did that. And now we're able to create, and and then as well, we're able to create and do things in life based on what we really want to do and what's fulfilling to us, not based out of financial obligation or dare I say financial enslavement to something that we, we don't, we don't want to be in that position. So that was kind of, that was kind of the journey. We did the Dave Ramsey thing. We were on the Dave Ramsey show and traveled down to Nashville and screamed live on air in front of millions of people. And I'm debt free. Yeah, yeah. it's great, man. Well, <laughs> you can awesome. find that video on YouTube. And uh, my son, Cal, I was holding him. He was two. 
Mm-hmm. And I yelled so loud, dude, that Cal started crying when oh, we were yelling. Wow. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's going to see that when he gets older and he's, he's going to, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we, it was great. Um, it was a journey that we got to do together. And I think a lot of times in, in marriage, you know, you've got what, what the husband's doing, what the wife's doing, and they're kind of doing their own things. But man, yeah. if you can tackle a goal together, um, and you work together, man. The Bible says two are better than one, and, yeah. and it's it's a cool thing. And so that that was another amazing outcome that came from it was that my wife and I got to do something together and grow closer as well. Yeah, that's really cool. I think some of the things that you you mentioned that's worth highlighting and and pulling out even a little bit more is just that just that feeling of like feeling strapped or feeling, you know, like, ah, gosh, I want to do this. I feel even called to do it. There's times when in our lives where we really truly felt like, you know, God was calling us to do certain things and to our own, you know, fleshly, you know, mind was, you know, there's things where we've stepped out in faith and we're like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know what? We believe that this is what we're called to do. We're going to go do it, it, Mm -hmm. you know? And and worked out, but there's times when I know where finances played a part. You know, I was like, oh, I want to go do this, or I want to go build this over here, or step out and explore this desire. But yet, the finances were always um, a catalyst for that. And I think I can think for me, just um, and I can just I can just imagine other other guys probably feeling the same way or, or gals that may listen, but you know, it's just being stuck in a job or a career path because of the pay. And yet there's some other path that you feel called to take or really feel desire to explore. For me, it was like law enforcement. I always wanted to be in law enforcement. You know, military was kind of the, the thing early on. And then we started having kids early. And so it was like, well, crap, how would my wife make, you know, how would we live? You know? yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought, okay, well, I'll stay home and, and do the, you know, the civil service versus the military service. And so I started pursuing law enforcement. Then as we started, as my career started to progress and as my law enforcement pursuit um, was not kind of going the direction that I wanted it to go. It's like, well, it makes no sense at this point to pivot and and go to that because of the cost or excuse me, the income, you know, and the lack thereof. So you feel trapped, you feel just mm-hmm. stuck. And and then there's been times where we're like, oh, we want to go do this or that and and we can't because of of finances. And so there is some freedom is the word that I'm leading up to is the yeah. freedom that it gives you. And so just the encouragement to, to, to guys like Dave Ramsey's, I think his, his, his method is really good when it comes to your own personal finances and getting out of debt personally. Right. Um, and that's where I'll, I'll leave it at that just because, you know, we've used it to help our personal finances as well. Yeah. Um, and then, but then there's other measures of building wealth and and uh and whatnot but it it allowed you to transition you've transitioned and and so uh it's given you the ability and flexibility to do something that's closer to what you feel called to do and 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 i feel like we're both kind of in that similar space and so like let's let's go there now i mean if you don't mind like like what you're doing and what what you really feel uh, the doors that have been opened, I guess, for you. Yeah. And like I, to what you said, I, I mean, I think life's stressful and there's, there's a lot of stress, fear, anxiety, worry. And if you can take control of the personal finances, you can eliminate a lot of that stress and yeah, yeah. that's what we did. And so then I was able to kind of build a business without having to be like, man, if I don't, if I don't make this sale or if I don't get this sign up, uh, like we're not eating. And I was fortunate enough to not have to be in that situation. Now, like urgency is probably good, but like I was able to operate out of, out of a place of, um, not as much fear and anxiety and worry and stress. And I think that's a, 
kind of a powerful place to create from. So I just, I kind of went back to my corporate America career and I said, all right, well, if I, if I could go back then and I could say, how could I help Kyle in those instances when he's feeling burned out, when he's focusing only on success professionally and burning all the other bridges, like what would I want to do? How, how could I serve that person? And I go back to, I've been to a lot of leadership seminars and things like that in corporate America. And then from my own personal interests, I love personal growth and development. So I've been to John Maxwell conferences and, and you name it, right? Yeah. And a lot of them are, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in a hotel conference room and there's four walls and you're listening to speakers. And while I think that's great, I happen to learn by doing. I happen to learn by experiencing and being a teacher. I know that a lot of people fall in that category, like, especially in the information age, like I can YouTube someone's keynote speech probably, but here I am, Mm -hmm. I'm next to eight strangers in a massive conference room and I'm introverted. So I'm sitting in the back of the room (laughs) and then come the afternoon, I'm the guy who's probably skipping the workshops because I want to go surfing or I want to go hiking or I want to go golfing because I need to. I think I think when you make uh, when you create an experience, you create a sticky uh, learning moment. And I was like, well, what if I just what if I could create that with that as the design, with that as the intention and the the transformation I wanted to give people? So a couple of years back now, I just I rented out um, a bunch of rooms at this beautiful resort on the north shore of Minnesota, you know, right along Lake Superior, and I designed a container of 48 hours where I'm like, all right, I want to give the people that are running at a frenetic pace that are stressed out, that have focused so much on work that they've left a lot of things behind, including their health, including their friendships, including their network. And I was like, well, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to see what happens. Right. And so put it all to my network. I had 10 people show up. They're all dudes. Mm. And I was like, well, that's, that's kind of weird. Like I didn't market it for dudes. Yeah. But what was so obvious to me, Tim, and I know you see this too, guys don't really have a good space to kind of mm. just, just be themselves, to be yeah. authentic, to enjoy an adventure. I, I think adventure is in, in the heart of every man. Yeah. And man, if, I, if that wasn't transformative for those guys, I was like, mm. all right. Now here comes the obedient part. Like mm. I'm going to do it again because all right, I didn't think that would be the outcome, but I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. Did it again and no one showed up to the second one. I was like, "Okay, uh here's my <laughs> chance to go out the back door and say I tried it, it doesn't yeah. work." But man, I felt that in my heart that I'll take that as a learning lesson. I will learn from it. I'll get myself back onto the horse after I realize why I got kicked off. And I'll do it again. And so we did it again, uh, dog sledding this time. And a couple guys showed up. And then we did it again. 12 showed up. And then 13. And then 13. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I, th- I feel like I've kind of got some things figured out. But um, that's that's kind of been it, man. It's been, I believe that life is meant to be experienced with others. I believe that we work really hard. And sometimes we forget that we need to enjoy some things in life and we need to rest and recharge and refuel. And um, I think learning happens experientially. And yeah. so if I can put all these things together and, and create something beautiful uh, I'm, I'm kind of trusting that if I build it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's been, it's been a great journey. It's been a lot of fun. I've learned a ton, um, but that's, that's kind of where it came to be and how it started. Are you familiar with uh, Stephen Mansfield at all? Did, did he write the book In Search of God and Guinness? Yes, I believe so. He's I got others as well. But that, he has that others. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he wrote a book, um, and I don't. I have it over over there. I was just reading it this morning, as a matter of fact. And it's a book that I love to give out to men that I mentor, and it's kind of a little tongue in cheekish. Uh, the title is not the mm-hmm. book. the The title is Stephen Mansfield's Book of Manly Manly Men, mm. and and it's really the subject matter. One of the because he has these um, 
what do you call them? Like codes or something like that. You know, that, that there's like four of them. And one of them is that manly men do manly things. And the whole premise of it is, is it's in the doing, mm. you know, men are, are, are about doing. Uh, you take a room full of of bo- young boys, and this was an actual study, right? They took these young boys, put them in a room, and they're they're starting to do things. They're climbing up stuff. They're creating, you know, uh, a, a a fort or whatever, and they're playing. They're you know they're start doing stuff together, and then the same room full of the same age young girls, and they're sitting down next to each other and they're talking, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. So it's like this, this, the difference is men do and girls, you know, commune or couldn't talk, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. And so I think you're, you're definitely onto something as far as like the doing and men want to do, they want to be a part of something um, and go do. And there's so much learning that can happen in that space. So I love, you know, I think the way you put it is uh, uh, learning. Uh, by experiences or creating experiences yeah. of learning. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely something there. And I think um, I, wa- I wrote down the back of the room mentality um, just because. The misfits, man, that's where the misfits hang yeah. out. <laughs> you know, because it, that, that stood out to me uh, because I, I went to, I, I, like you, I'm, you know, obviously in that personal development, professional development space. And I went to Influencer uh, 2019, o- October 2019 in San Diego. And that's a, an event put on by uh, um, uh, Brendan Burchard. And so he has a lot of great speakers and stuff there and you learn a lot and blah, 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 blah. Well, what I was, what I was learning was, is that the room up front, there was this different energy level from the beginning, from the front of the room to the back of the room. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was an interesting dynamic to where like, I was like kind of in the middle of the room and it wasn't by choice. It was just by the people I was lining up with <laughs> and they would go to the middle of the room. And then there was quite a few in the back and then there was a lot in the front. And so Cause it, you know, kind of faded out a little bit, but one of the things that they talked about was the experience in the front of the room is different than the experience in the back of the room. Mm. And they encouraged the people in the back of the room to come to the front of the room. And it was interesting because not a lot of the back of the room would move forward or did move forward throughout this four day experience. Right. Yeah. And yet I chose like, so it's, it's interesting. The group that I was with, they each, we each moved up like a few rows. And then on the last day, I'm like, no, last two days. Yeah. It was a two day experience. So the last two days, I'm like, the heck with these guys. I came to have an experience and to learn and grow, but how am I learning and growing if I just stay with these few here? So there's no, no knock on them. It was just, they, that was their comfort level. So I chose, I went all the way up. I'm in like row three or four, (laughs) dude. It was a complete that like, they were not kidding. I mean, it was a completely different experience, right? So the next two days I spent in that upper section and met some people that I still connect with today. Cool. And it's, it's interesting because you take all of that away. Right. When you make the room smaller, mm-hmm. you take all of that away. And so everybody in the room gets the same similar yep. type of experience. And I love that you've broken those walls down, so to speak. Um, the introvert, because you use that that term, right? The introverted walls, the extroverted walls. And it's like, dudes, hey, we're here to be dudes. We're here to be guys. Let's learn. Let's do things together. And your experiences are wicked cool, by the way, like Thanks. golfing at Pinehurst, um, changing cars at a, at a raceway, um, you know, fly fishing, uh, you yeah. know, with some guys. I mean, that's, that's, those are some ridiculous, cool stuff. And, yeah. and I think those are the things that guys really resonate with. And I wanted to, I didn't plan on this. I just came across this this morning and I thought, mm-hmm. Hey, I, I want to pull this into our conversation. Yeah. Uh, 
And it's, it's really interesting because I, I think it goes right along with what we're talking about. And again, this is, uh, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily recommending this book that I'm reading out of. I am using it as reference. And like most uh, things, I filter it through um, scripture, right? So I take this and I take it in, understand like, where are they coming from? Mm -hmm. What are they saying? Like, how does this now apply um, in scripture? Yeah. And then I can apply it to my life. But in here, I, I still think there's some very good things that we can pull out of this for our conversation. And one of the things he, he says here, he says, um, restore your purpose in solitude and with other men. Um, there's a, the, a quote that he has at the beginning. I think this is his. It's just, it says, um, a man rediscovers and fine tunes his purpose in solitude, in challenging situations, and in the company of other men who won't settle for his BS. Mm. But women strengthen their feminine radiance best in the company of other women in mutual celebration and play. A man must arrange for both forms of restoration, his own solitude and men's gatherings, and his woman's time with other women. And I can, he goes on and he talks about this. Like, if we as men, are only conversing with our wife, then we start to pick up some of those traits and she starts to pick up some of our traits. In other words, she starts to pick up some of the masculine traits and we start to pick up some of the feminine traits. And yet we start to, it really starts to get muddy at that point because there's no true male restoration and no true feminine restoration. So I love that he says that our job as the man is to separate, to go find solitude with other men and to encourage or to employ our women to go do the same with other women. Yeah. Hey guys, just wanted to drop in here real quick to tell you about the exclusive Brotherhood Mighty Warrior Council. If you're not a part of this, you definitely want to check it out. Um, it is a growing community exclusive brotherhood that's going to help you and equip you grow in all areas of your life. We focus on personal and professional development, but from a biblical uh, perspective or scripturally sound uh, way. Uh, there's many of those groups out there, but we feel like we're very different in the regards of how we conduct ourselves on the inside of the council. Council. So if you're looking for a brotherhood or looking to be a part of something to help you grow in the next year ahead, 2022, go ahead and consider the council. Look, check it out. Try it out. If you don't like it, you can always, uh, you know, leave. So, <laughs> but definitely I challenge you to, to invest in yourself, invest in your future, invest in your family by being a part of this brotherhood. There's guys in there right now that are stepping up in a big way. They're starting businesses. They're uh, developing greater relationships with their kids, with their families, with their spouse. And so guys, look, this is the community for you. Um, this is something that we've created specifically for you. We've got events coming up. We've got the Battle Ready event coming up in March. You want to be there. Do we only have 12 spots? Actually, we're down to 11 now, um, potentially 10. Uh, so definitely get yourselves there. Um, it's going to be in the foothills of the Appalachians up in North Carolina, uh, hiking in parts of North Carolina and South Carolina. So it's going to be a crazy and amazing event. Get there. Get yourselves inside the council, if nonetheless. All right, guys, back to my conversation with Kyle. Do you have any any thoughts on that? Because I, I think that's what you're doing is you're creating these moments for guys to of solitude to kind of get away, but to also be around other men that can that are in challenging situations that are willing to challenge them because you guys build a network i would imagine um of and you get to know these guys and they get to know yeah. you and it's like no dude i don't i don't i don't see that in you <laughs> you know so yeah it um there's a there's a really a really intentional design where you can provide solitude and then wrap that around support 
in support through a group a group of other guys and when you when you do that correctly and well uh that equals transformation yeah and, and so you know the, the very first one that i did i had solitude on on the cliffs over lake superior 300 feet up jagged edge mm. and i gave each i gave the guys 90 minutes of solitude if you're listening when was the last time you took 90 minutes of solitude no phone no distraction nothing mm. and it's amazing because the first how long like it just like you're fidgeting. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm supposed to grab my phone. I'm supposed to look at social media. I'm supposed to check the notification. Like, no, you like, you just you get to sit there, and it takes you a little bit to figure that out. But a lot of times, we, you know, we're going through something in life where we can't seem to figure out the direction. That's could be professionally, it could be personally, doesn't matter. But we never really allow ourselves the opportunity to try and connect to our heart, to try and connect to God. Like, what, what? What mm-hmm. what steps you want me to take? Yeah, and then we always say like, oh, I can't. Like, I don't know what God. I I don't have any direction. Well, it's like, when have you given yourself a chance to slow down, mm-hmm. eliminate distractions, and truly listen for His voice? Mm-hmm. It's very rare. Uh, mm-hmm. So then, if I can give guys that experience of solitude, so that they could try and connect and figure out like, all right, what am I, you know, and then design something right after that immediately, we're like, all right. You know, you've now got 10, 11, 12 brothers and and how can we help? And if I can also sprinkle in like a little bit of fun, a little bit of everyone's going to try something for the first time. Therefore, there's no egos involved because everyone sucks at it. So don't it doesn't matter what people think of you. Um, (laughs) And if we can do all that well, we break through vulnerability. We get to the heart of the matter and then I can get you wrapped around support and community to help you going forward. And I, I think that's the beauty of that. And it's a real, it's challenging to do that in 48 yeah. hours or 36 hours or whatever. Uh, but it's, it, it's a great challenge because most, most guys specifically don't, don't intentionally do this themselves. We have a tendency to like, yeah. When, yeah. when the going gets tough, we put our head down and we, we go solo. And, and I think to what you had just read in that book and my experience and your experience, it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. Do you, do you do the 90 minute? Is that, is that part of your event? Do I will do a 90 minute. If I, do, if I don't do uh, intentional solitude time, I'm very careful to slowly ease into the day. So there is nothing before yeah. eight o'clock. Oftentimes there's nothing before nine 30. Sure. And I give guys breakfast on their own because I want them to slowly roll into the day, yeah. but I will, excuse me, I will try to bake in solitude, intentional solitude time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's powerful. And I think it's, it's necessary for us um, as men, as individuals, as human beings. I think that's, that is one of the, like Jesus went into solitude, you know, Um, if we were to model after anyone, I mean, we should be modeling after him. And if uh, he's needing you know, to go and be in solitude, I think it speaks volumes as to what we should be doing and the, the necessity of it. I mean, he didn't have uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and, you know, Fox News, CNN, whatever, you know, going on in the world. Now, granted, they had their own issues, of course, you know, but, you know, if his need was to go and to be in solitude and find that stillness and that quietness, and silence uh, to be able to hear the Father. I think um, it is it is highly highly important for us as men to do the same. Yeah, you and you can you can deconstruct further that and yeah. say like, okay, well, Jesus never went to the city center for this time. Like he he removed himself from exactly. the busyness, oftentimes elevated up on, on a sort of a mountain, mountain or cliff or something yep. sometimes yeah in the wilderness and so like what can we learn from that like we should we can do that like i got the wilderness is right there for me and a yeah. lot of times i do just go on my own yeah. and there is actually no cell reception so but i would encourage people you know whether you 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 go on a retreat or someone's th- or not you can implement these strategies in your life like tact tactically 100 
hundred percent. You know, and I, I do those too. I, I do our events that I do. We actually structure in stillness or not necessarily stillness, quietness, silence, um, and some solitude. And we, we do a hike uh, and part of the 90 minutes, I don't even tell the guys what, what, how long it's going to be. I just say, Hey, from time I say go, which is the moment our feet hit the trailhead until I say stop. And it's generally around 90 minutes of silence. Mm-hmm. Like don't say Jack to anybody, yeah. right? Just take in nature, yep. take in the silence, take in the solitude of it, just being you. And some of the things that, and I just, before we move on, I wanted to hit on this is some of the things, cause you're right. It's like all of this stuff playing in our minds and it's hard initially to silence the mind. Yep. But what happens is, and I know he wouldn't mind me mentioning this is uh, because it, Jeff Forrester was at my first event and he came and he was like, this is stupid. How do I just, ah, why are we got to like, they're marching off. They're going fast. I want to take pictures of this. And I don't really, you know, and he found himself getting all chewed up Yeah, because of, you know, I can't say anything, you know, I can't, t- yeah, Hey, wait up. <laughs> and yet, and then he heard, you know what? Just enjoy yeah. this space. Enjoy. Yep. And so the moment he released all of that and was able to just be present in the moment and enjoy nature, um, enjoy the silence, enjoy hearing the bird. And then he heard the birds. Then yeah. he heard the water, you know, yeah. by the creek. And yep. and so I think, yeah, you know, whether it's an event or whether it's, you know, you scheduling that time for yourself, I I try to schedule at minimum quarterly now i go hiking trail running whatever in the woods already and so i i get some of that outing in the woods but i try to schedule time that's just an entire day mm-hmm. like i get there at dawn and i leave just before you know dusk and it's just me a hammock my bible and a journal and maybe another book and that's it mm-hmm. by a creek and sit yeah. in a hammock and i take naps I have food. I enjoy, you know, I just, I go there just to hear nothing. Yeah. But the, the stream, the birds, you know, the cracks in the woods, whatever. Yeah. And man, it's so refreshing. So refreshing. Yeah. yeah. So I love it. I love it. And I highly encourage everybody to do so. So one of the other things that I wanted to uh, bring up because i think it's critical especially as we're we're sitting here talking about community we're talking about you building a community you know myself building a community of of other men of brotherhood and um one of the things that i thought was interesting in this book as well is it says um enjoy your friend's criticism that's mm. the title of the chapter um i don't know about you but now recently I'm, I'm there, I'm now in this space, but I can tell you, um, see, I'm, I'm 48. So 46 years or 45 years, maybe 46 years. Yeah. I did not have this Mm. at all. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that I didn't enjoy it. I didn't have the friends around me that could enjoy And it was mutual. Mm -hmm. Um, So let me read this real quick. It says, um, a man's capacity to receive another man's direct criticism, because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. A man's capacity to receive another man's direct criticism is a measure of his capacity to receive masculine energy. If If he does not or doesn't have a good relationship with masculine energy, i.e. his father, then he will act like a woman and be hurt or defensive rather than make use of other of the other man's criticism Mm. about once a week, you should sit down with your closest men friends and discuss what you were doing in your life and what you were afraid of doing. And he goes on and he talks about how these men, these close friends should be willing to challenge your mediocrity and make suggestions of concrete action for you to perform and for you to pop, you know, that will pop you out of your rut. And I have, I have kind of been that friend 
and have experienced. And it actually, when I read that, it shined a lot of light because I look back and I go, yeah, they did not have a relationship mm. with their dad. Mm. Um, and I could see some of that coming out now. Then I yeah. didn't, right? Then I just thought we were button heads, which we were. But you know what I'm saying? I just didn't understand it. Now I've actually called guys out like, dude, you are the guy in my life to call me out on my stuff. My BS, like if you're, yeah. if you're not the guy to do it, then I need to find someone else that can. Yeah. Um, the importance of that. I'd love to like us maybe break that down a little bit and have your, mm. your thought. Because that's what I'm seeking. Yeah. You know? Well, there's a, there's a couple things. Um, first thing that kind of just jingles around in my little brain is the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm. And so what, what I might say to you, but let's say I say it to someone else, one person might be really uplifted by that and enjoys that criticism and it's helpful and it's life-giving. That might also tear someone down on, on the other end of the spectrum. So let's like, why would that be? Well, first, I think you mentioned something in there or you did, or the book did, I can't remember now, but it was basically an invitation to give someone the permission to speak that to you. I think that yes, is yes. probably the most important thing. Like that's important. Like Tim, I like, I'd say, Tim, I, I want you to hold me accountable, like radical accountability. And I want you to call me out when I'm out of line with what I say I want to be. I'm giving you the permission. And I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the, the, the equal energy exchange is you saying, all right, I'm going to tell you uh, and give you the, the feedback, even if I, it, maybe it sounds a little bit sharp, but I already know that it's coming from a place of love because yeah. We've had that interaction and we're cool with that. I expect that. And I, I demand it from you. I want it from you. So I think, I think setting it up is really the most important part. And then, right, then I've got to be humble. I think humility is one of the most important parts of this is I have to be humble enough to receive it. And I think humility is one of the most important personal characteristics and traits that a, a man for sure should have. It, but you've got to work on that. Like that doesn't yeah. just something where I'm like, mm -mm. I, I'm exceptional at being humble. I'm like, no, you, you're going to get opportunities to work on it. And it's what you take from it and how you take it that shows your level of maturity and where you're at with your humility. And, and so those are the, the things that kind of come to mind, um, you know, to go back to Jesus, he had his disciples. And I think we all should have a close circle of, yeah. of friends and, and people in our life that will, will speak that life into us. Um, and I think, I think that's really important. I think everyone should have that. So yeah, really interesting. It's kind of like a, I'm walking on a little bit of thin ice that's on the ice out there on the lake by us, but it, I get the importance. And I think, the individual has to do the work to be humble enough to receive it yeah. and then find people and give them permission to speak it into you. Otherwise it certainly mm -hmm. could be tearing someone down. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, and I get that a hundred percent and would, and agree uh, because I've experienced that. I'm curious though. Um, why the thin ice? Like, why do you feel like you're like on, Walking on if, if, if it felt like I was giving a political answer, like, like I, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I, so what's the unpolitical answer? Well, I, I think, I think it is. I, it, my answer is like, I agree, but I also kind of with, with caveats, you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, certainly like if you just took that sentence out of context, yeah, right. someone would be like, eh, I don't know, man, like I'm not giving a blank check to everyone sure. to speak that into my life. But if I give you permission because well, you and, and I, I have think, developed a relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's very, then I'm like, I 100% agree. But if someone just took that out of context and read that, right. they'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because there could be someone like, I'm a man of faith too, right? So I would not yeah. go probably to someone and say, hey, I know you're not following the Lord. I know you don't look to Bible as, as truth. I don't know if I want someone like that kind of. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I think no, there's, I, there's, there's that. And I think it. that's the, uh, and I think to, just to bring this back into context, we're, we're speaking on creating a, a, 
a brotherhood. We're creating yep. a, a, a culture of men that yep. we want to surround ourselves with that can speak into our lives yeah. and to call us out when we like, for instance, you know, I had a guy, this was years ago. He was like, I'm not interested in the Sunday relationship, mm. you know, which means I'm, we see each other on Sundays and all we know is the surface talk of what we yeah. give each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I want to have a relationship with someone that is, um, that we do things together outside of the Sunday. Yeah. Right. And so we, we do things together to the point of where I say something and you're like, Tim, that, that sounds a little off. Like, yeah. is, is everything okay? Like you're normally, your energy level is a little bit higher than that. You sound a little down today or whatever. Yeah. And Stephen Mansfield to bring that back, you know, that author back, he, he, he calls it the free fire zone like creating a space of free fire zone. So it is a, it is in a safe space to your point. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that we give everybody that liberty and yeah. that freedom and that flexibility to do that. No, um, we need to be protective of like, these are our, these are my men. These are my the guys that I say, yeah, you have free fire zone to fire at me at will. Yeah. And the, the purpose of that is like Kobe Bryant, would call his or Michael Jordan would call his teammates out. And it wasn't to necessarily, now some might argue, uh, to be a, a, you know, uh, I, was, I don't know, like egotistical, you know, guy, you know, like, Hey, I'm the King here. I'm the guy who's, you know, leader of this team. You're going to follow me. No, it was for the purpose of the betterment of the team. Yeah. It was for the betterment of that individual. And I think Steve Kerr, if you watch that, 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 uh, clip or that, that series that they did on, on, I, I even forget what it was, but they had the bulls and their whole journey. And uh, what happened was that Steve Kerr had said something. And I think um, Michael Jordan clocked him in a practice. And later he, he realized that he was, he was doing it into, it was to help him. Right. In the moment, he doesn't see it, but yeah. it was to help him. And I'm not saying we clock each other, but I'm just saying, <laughs> but the way Stephen Mansfield would say is like, even in the teams, like, like special operations, like they're like, dude, like you've got to get your crap together because yeah. if you don't, we're all in danger. We're yeah. all in, in, and, and I, and I like that. I like the idea of having another brother to be able to go and strong enough to say like, Hey, I'm struggling in this area. And then somebody go, you know what? Hey, here's some blind spots. Yep. Here's some things that I'm seeing, you yep. know, and they're secure enough to be able to say, Hey, these are some things that I've noticed even without, you know, because most of us are like, well, I don't want to push any buttons. I don't want to, you know, I'll just pray for him and, and hope that he catches it, you know, and finds it, you know, it's like, no, if you see him doing something, talking, I guess a, a good perspective what might be is like dude i've seen the way you talk to that chick over there like i've seen the way you look at her mm -hmm. and would you do that if your wife was here mm -hmm. like guys like that i've i've not in the past that, that that's not been the case right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. you know there was a season of my life where i was in a an emotional uh an affair with somebody and i knew others knew and I was begging inside that they would come and say something to me, mm -hmm. you know, and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess that's where, you know, I think the creating the brotherhood or creating a, a group, a band of brothers, a group of men that, that are strong, um, that can say, Hey, look, I see this. Yeah. And, and to your point, you've given them that space. You've given them that authority. Yeah. Yeah. And liberty to yeah. be able to so. Yeah. And I think when you share an experience together, the bond is formed quicker and faster and deeper. Yeah. And, you know, we live in the world where we consume. And I think all that is great. There's a time and a place for, for that stuff. And there's a time and a place for, there's, there's nothing quite like, you know, shoulder to shoulder and person to person. And I think we're created 
to be in community with, with others and, and, yeah, and yeah. men too. So you, that's why I think these types of things, you know, what you do, what I do, what others do, it's powerful because you're there sharing something together and you create that bond and that memory and, and you're anchored together with it. Yeah. And that's where, you know, guys are more willing to be like, yeah, man, I give you the permission to, to step in. I want to be better in my life. And I'm, I want to give you the authority to just kind of like call me out and yeah. guys be like, heck yeah, man, because I saw you, I saw you do this at this experience. So I know I see you, like I, I can see you. And I think when guys share that, it's just a really powerful thing. Yeah. And, and not just in uh, the, the sense of where we've been going with it even, but in the sense of like, I had uh, someone who he said, Hey dude, you've said that for three weeks. When are you actually going to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh, yep. And I'm like, that's true accountability. Yep. And so for me, accountability, I broke it down. I'm like accountability. Cause I looked at the word I'm big on like words and like, what are their, what's the meaning of them? What am I, what am I really saying? If I'm using that word, and, yeah. you know, accountability has, has essentially a, a, a negative connotation to it. Uh, in a lot of spaces and a lot of, you know, out there it's because we're being held accountable to, for, of our wrongdoings or the things that we didn't do or the, the shortfalls mm-hmm. and the things like that. And it's like, and I also like to look at words and reframe it, you know? So if I was looking at accountability and I'm reframing it in the sense of it's to acknowledge my shortfalls or to hold me and uh, to an account of those mm-hmm. of not doing, then I thought, oh, it's holding account of. So what's the other part of account? It's ability. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so they're just holding me account of the ability that I am capable of doing. Yeah. And I'm just not leveling up to the ability that's within me. Mm. And so when they, when they'll say like you hold me account of something that I'm not doing, all you're essentially saying is, dude, you can, you got room to level up. Yeah. Like let's level up. And for me, it's like, as someone who's wanting to level up in areas, like if you came to me and said something, I'm like, well, I got room to grow. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, cause I might be seeing it differently. I might yeah. be seeing like, crap, I'm, I'm at the ceiling and yet you bumped me on it. And now I'm like, wow, I've got more ability in me. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the idea of, of holding people accountable to that, to that regard of like, yeah. you've got more in you. Yeah. It's time to level up. Yeah. And it's a really mature way of, of doing it. So you have to have the emotional maturity to, 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 to accept that. Well, and you said it earlier and it's work, right? (laughs) It's a lot of work. And so, well, just to bring this all together and home, uh, you know, it's, it's really about, uh, finding those men, finding those events that Mm -hmm. you enjoy doing and, and go do those things with those guys, you know? So like you said, you, you've got your amazing events. We've got some events that's going on. Others, you know, across the country have got events and it's really about finding that space or that network that works and, and trying them out and seeing if they work. So, you know, some of them may, some of them may not. And, and it's about trying and doing and finding those guys, uh, that, um, that you gel with, I guess, you know, that can, that can serve you and you can serve them. Yeah. 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 It's, I love what you said. And I think as we get older, we, we realize that, you know, like where are these guys, where do these guys hang out? Like, where are the guys that, you know, that want to be held? Like, where are they? Right. And they, they all invest in themselves in some way, shape or form. And that might mean for some people who have never done something like this, mm-hmm. um, you know, learn from, from maybe those who have gone before and, you know, that's where they hang out. They invest in yeah. themselves and they recognize that they want to be put in situations where they meet other high flyers because they may not have that in their life. And like you and me, we didn't find it. So we created it. So exactly. maybe yeah. someone who's listening, maybe you need to be the one to create something that you're looking for too. So, it's good. so keep that in mind too. Yeah, no, that's really good. And, and, and I would say, reach out if that's where you're at, you know, yeah. you know, let us know because, you know, try, try what we have. And if it doesn't work for you, we'll help you create it. And I, yeah. I you know, I, that's the thing is everybody has something to offer and to give and to serve. And it's, it's like, maybe you have something in, within you 
that's uh, that's needed. Yeah. So yeah. cool, man. I uh, really enjoyed uh, chatting about that stuff with you. And so, what are you? What do you have coming up in 2020 that guys are like, dude? That, these events sound amazing. I love Kyle. I want to be a part of like mm-hmm. that community. Yeah. And, well, you are hey, flying pretty high, so. <laughs> 2022 you said 2020 so we gotta did i say 2020 yeah oh, like dear we're, lord 2022 we're moving forward we're moving forward in our timeline oh we're not lord moving, have <laughs> we're not moving backwards um yeah we you know i i i'm uh i'm at this point uh you know i just shared this the other day that that um what, what was it I, I feel like the riskiest thing i can do is to play it safe and so mm. in 2022 i've got some big changes that will be announced there's a couple really big experiences, uh, real bucket list type stuff. We're, we're doing some really cool things. And then I'm creating another series of events, um, weekends, and, and they oh, cool. are offered at a, a lower price point than the other ones. And uh, I will I'll give you the, the preview. The first one will likely be up here in the Northwoods. And we'll we'll do a winter thing with chainsaws and axes and saunas and polar plunging and broom ball and all that stuff. So we'll have a good time. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I'd say. There'd be more ways to get involved in 2022. Uh, the book, which is called Guys Trip, uh, is is coming out in uh, January, early January 2022. It's super nice. fun. It's it's a small, short read. It's real quick. It's storytelling. Um, and we have a good time with that. So that's, that's kind of what's coming up. Nice. And where can guys uh, go follow you, uh, find you? Where's the best? Yeah, I, I think the best way to connect with me is Instagram. I'm, I'm pretty active on it. And I love to connect with people. You and I met through, yeah. Yeah, through Instagram, met. man. So yeah. we're, we're the living proof here that, that <laughs> you can make authentic and real connections and it's really cool to do that so i think that's the best way to to uh to get in touch absolutely and i'd say i'm going to call this out right now so 2022 uh is the year for you and i to actually see each other in the flesh and so <laughs> yeah uh, I, i'm call- i'm you're in south carolina right so i'm I coming am. to i'm coming close to you probably in april there, there's a cool thing there's a cool guy's trip that we're just meeting up with some friends in davidson he bought a grist mill built in the 1800s and he's trying oh, to wow. restore it and turned it into like a little retreat center. And he's like, man, I can't get this thing done. I was like, let me reach out to just a community of guys yeah. and Habitat for Humanity style. Let's just swing some hammers and, and just be guys for a weekend. So I'll reach out to you and, and yeah, that'd be a know. cool way for us to I, do it. I would definitely be down to bring my hammer and uh, whatever else is needed to yeah. come help uh, fulfill that mission. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. All right, Kyle. Well, man, it's been a pleasure and uh, look forward to catching up with you later. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Tim. Yeah, congrats on all this success as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hey, my friends, I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, do me a huge favor and head on over to iTunes. Leave me a rating and review. That will definitely help us get this message out to more people. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's connect. You can connect with me on my website, timdouglasinspires.com, and or on the social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Let me know that you listen to the podcast and that's how you found me. Lastly, stay tuned for more to come. And I definitely want to thank you again for subscribing, for sharing, this with your friends, leaving a review, all that good fun stuff. So until next time, go out there, face your storms, make your difference in the world, and we'll see you next time on the Inspired Way podcast. Thank you.